much that we have left. We want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. All right, all right, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to Politics and Profanity, and we're here to discuss the weekly events that took place involving politics and world news. I hope everybody had a good work week out there, and everybody that is still not working and still locked up, not having much to do, I hope you had a good work, uh, had a good week, and you are remaining sane, staying safe, keeping well, fucking... Not I'm going to get deep into it, like I always say, because we could just spend an entire episode talking about it, but coronavirus still fucking going. Um, we actually saw the most rising cases over here for the first, like, in ages, like, we've seen, like, it was a, I think it was like a hundred new cases in Ontario, and... That's like the most that we've seen at once. So I don't know how to take that, but I'm going to remain positive. You know what I mean? Like we're doing not bad over here, but I know sadly a lot of places in America haven't hit even stage three yet. You guys are still, everything's closed. Fucking shit like that business is suffering. It, it sucks to fucking see. It sucks to see that a lot of places in America are still in that position. But, like I said, we could talk about this all fucking episode, man. I've spent so many fucking episodes talking about the fucking virus. I almost refuse to do it anymore. But, I just hope y'all are still remaining safe. You know what I mean? Keep it in mind that this is still going on. You know what I mean? You're following the regulations. You're wearing a motherfucking mask. You're being fucking smart. Washing your motherfucking hands. Using sanitizer. Just be smart. You know what I mean? I worry about the kids that are going back to motherfucking school now. That's... That's gonna be interesting. That's gonna be the real kicker right there for both our countries. To really see what happens when these kids go back to fucking school. It's going to be really shitty. Really, really, really shitty. Even if we see one kid die because they went back to school early. That would be really shitty. But alright. Let's get into some of the craziness that took place this past fucking week. So, I'm sure everybody knows, you know, I mean, Portland is still doing their fucking thing. They're coming up on a hundred days straight of protest and that's that's pretty fucking insane right there and like you know i mean it isn't just little protests like they've been fucking protesting like they've been raising hell but this past week shit did hit the fan and a bunch of fucking trump supporters went to fucking portland to fucking protest and do their fucking thing you know what i mean and obviously that is a recipe for disaster and you know i mean they had to know that they had to know that obviously like you know what i mean you're going to portland right now you know the fucking state of everything right there you're trump supporters obviously this isn't going to end well they knew this So, all throughout the day, 
all throughout the day. There was clashes between both sides, you know what I mean? A bunch of fucking bear mace being used, a bunch of fucking fights. Trump supporters in their trucks charging through crowds of fucking protesters and shit. And later on in the night, there was a shooting. And a Trump supporter and a Blue Lives Matter supporter, same dude, fucking was killed. <clears throat> he was originally identified as Jay Bishop, but his actual legal name is Aaron Danielson. So, there's video of the incident. And as you watch it, you do hear, like, people on both sides right now are arguing whose voice it is that you hear say, we got two right over here or something like that. And a lot of people are saying that was the shooter. And a lot of people are saying that that was Danielson's friend that was right there at the scene with him by his side when he got shot. Because their vo when you listen to the video, the voices sound ex like extremely similar. Extremely. Like, I'm leaning towards that that was Danielson's buddy talking and yelling that we heard we got two right here, pull it out. I, I genuinely don't think that that was the shooter fucking saying that. But you see them approaching each other and you can tell like both of their bodies and like body movement, energy, they're, they're, the way they look, it's hostile. It's very, very hostile. And you see Danielson spray bear mace and then literally like right after he sprayed that shit fucking uh, the shooter. I can't I can't remember his fucking name right now fucking shot him and down he went and fucking died. And I it, it's shitty. It is shitty. I don't want to see people die. I don't care. Like, I don't want to see people die. But what the fuck were you thinking going there? What did you think was going to happen? It's it's very sad because now we're seeing... Like, last week, I was reporting on the fucking two people that fucking died. That were Black Lives Matter supporters. And now a fucking Trump supporter gets capped and is fucking dead. This is some real fucking shit. This is, it's sad. It's sad because I genuinely feel educating yourself and talking can really solve a lot of fucking issues. You just have to go in with an open mind. A lot of these Trump supporters that are ignorant, tactual, real shit, like real issues that people are protesting about. I'm sure if some, most of them, if you sat down one-on-one -on -one with them, and try breaking it down to him, showing him everything, showing statistics, showing him. A lot of them would be like, okay, I see your point. We don't need to be killing each other. It, it, it just, it, because it's just going to escalate. It's going to get even worse. And now Trump is praising the fucking kid that shot, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, yeah. Kyle Rittenhouse. Trump is fucking praising him for killing those fucking two protesters. 
Like, that's the state of shit right now. Fucking, the President of the United States is fucking praising that motherfucker. I watched, or, yeah, I watched a video of Rittenhouse fucking calling from prison. And the person doing the interview was like, what do you have to say to your fans? What the fuck? Your fans. What a fucked up choice of fucking words. And he went with it. Like, he went with that. Like, he's a fucking celebrity now. That's where we're at. This is really fucked up. It's, it... No, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that. It, it's just really fucking shitty. That now people are fucking dying. And only God knows what else that is going to cause. What is going to stem from all of that. In the case with Kyle Rittenhouse, like, he's in county jail right now. But that motherfucker... Like, he's getting, like, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars being donated to him from all these people on the right for his legal team. So he's got a fucking great legal team. And, <clears throat> like, I won't even be shocked now if this kid somehow gets off. Because the system is fucked. They're praising this kid as a fucking hero. When he... He created that fucking situation. He shouldn't have fucking been there. He was defending a fucking business that nobody fucking asked him to defend. He was illegally in possession of a fucking firearm. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. The fucking kid shouldn't have fucking been there. He created that fucking situation. If he didn't go there, those people would still be alive. Nobody would be dead. And it's just fucked how much Trump really did ignore that for a while. And then was like just blasting the fucking dude that fucking killed the Trump supporter. It was just so weird. Until reporters finally kept bringing it up, bringing it up, and then he was, like, forced to talk about it. And somebody made a very interesting point to me that I'm not going to ignore. And I said that, you know what, that's, that's the best argument that I've heard brought forward of why this kid might get off. And it's the charge that they gave him the first degree and really that when I heard that I thought the same thing I'm like oh my god that might get him out of it because if they gave him second he could still face up the 60 fucking years and it'd be much more easier to convict him of that it's very similar to the Casey Anthony situation they fucked up with the charges that they gave that crazy bitch. So she got off. If they would have charged her differently with the right fucking shit, 
she would be in prison. So it's not going to really shock me. It will disappoint the fuck out of me if he doesn't rot in jail. But it won't shock me. It really won't. Because he's got the president now having his back. <laughs> Man, what a fucked up past couple fucking weeks. And now we got all this craziness. And you know what? I'm not going to use the word craziness. I'm going to say resistance in Kenosha because of another unnecessarily unnecessary killing by police. Jacob Blake. Oh no, I'm sorry. He was not killed, but he was shot in the back numerous fucking times. And now... He is paralyzed. And it was completely unnecessary. I think it was seven times. Seven times they shot him in the fucking back. Because they thought he was going to be grabbing something out of his car. That was their excuse. And then shit went off. Shit went off in Kenosha. Like... Honestly, like, when it comes to the Kenosha situation, I'm just happy that he didn't die. Like, that is obviously fantastic. This dude gets to hold his kids again. He has a really, really hard road ahead of him. But he, thank God he gets to go home to his kids and his kids get to keep their father. Like, that... Thank God, you know what I mean? Like, that's the only positive out of that entire situation is that this dude still gets to go home to his fucking kids. And I heard, I I, I, I'm, I can't remember if it's been confirmed or not, but I'm pretty sure it has been, like, any, like, the investigation against him has been dropped and he's not sitting in his fucking hospital room with fucking handcuffs anymore. So, that's fantastic. But Kenosha wasn't fucking having it. They were not fucking having it. And you know what? That that police force out there, they got an interesting fucking history. So, their crookedness does not, not surprise me. And people will make excuses, you know what I mean, for the fucking cops shooting them in the fucking back and everything. But you know what? To me, that was just unnecessary. You very, very easily could have just grabbed him up. Like, what the fuck? You could have tased him. There were so many, so many other options. And pulling the gun is, seems to be, like, the first now. So it's like, all right, let's shoot him. In the back. Seven times. Paralyzing him. Pray for that man. Is like I said, he does. He has a hard fucking road ahead of him. But I have a feeling that Jacob Blake will prevail. And that's just me trying to be optimistic. I think he will get through this. 
He shouldn't have to deal with this. He should have never have had to deal with any of this. But because of these motherfuckers, now he does. And when it comes to the Portland shooting, that situation is surprisingly unfolding very, very slowly. Very slowly. Um, just yesterday, it was posted by Wall Street Journal, tons of fucking news outlets, that police are now investigating, obviously, uh, Antifa supporter Michael... I'm not sure how to exactly pronounce this. Rhinel, maybe Rhinel, in the Portland shooting. And they're saying formal professional snowboarder is a person of interest in the killing of a pro-Trump protester on Saturday, according to law enforcement, and according to a law enforcement official. So nobody's even really been identified as the fucking shooter yet. Because they didn't even straight up say that he was the shooter. They're just saying that they're investigating him. Which most likely means he's the fucking shooter. But I'm just saying, like, they haven't come out and said, like, yo, like, yeah, he is. But the internet has their suspect. And they, they, the right posted a bunch of fucking uh, videos, pictures, tons of fucking shit on the person that they think it is. I can't... I can't remember if it's the same person or not, but we're going to have to wait to see how that shit unfolds. Like, I'll even go, because that article was posted yesterday, and yeah, the most recent shit, yeah, uh, the most recent shit says reward Offered to help find suspect in Northeast Portland. No, that's not even the same fucking shit. Never mind. There is nothing today about the Portland shooter with that fucking shit. Because there's only talk, sadly, of completely different shit. That's insane. Like, just you know, you would really think the far right would be... And not even the far right, just the right would be all over this talking about this still every fucking day all the little independent journalists that they fucking got you usually see tons of fucking shit but not crazy about this and okay i just did an image uh, search of michael Lionel, and yes it is actually the same person that fucking twitter identified because they did a good job like they 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 hunted this motherfucker down. I'll give him that. They fucking found him. And it was pretty fucking quick. Because he was wearing... Very distinct clothing. Like you would... Just shit you would recognize very quickly. And nobody else was really wearing the same shit. So you were like, okay, that's clearly him. So... Yeah. This dude's on the hideout. Clearly. Unless... I don't... Like, I find it hard to fucking... That's crazy. Like, I, I, I'm... I'm shocked that... It, unless the police haven't found him. You know what I mean? Like, if they haven't even gotten their fucking hands on him at all. But I'm surprised, like, he's not in fucking custody, even. 
I'm reading this article real quick to fucking see uh, exactly what led him to this. Oh shit, I think a family member narked on him. Freaking, because it says a family member said she identified a man police told her they're investigating in a Saturday killing of a right-wing protester in Portland, Oregon. Michael Rhino, 48-year-old former professional snowboarder who calls himself a member calls himself a member of Antifa on social media. Oh shit, if he actually identifies as uh, Antifa, I take away my sarcastic tone of originally saying Antifa because you know what I mean? A lot of people throwing that around right now. But if he actually identifies as that, hey. But yeah, his sister uh, and his sister said she awoken Sunday morning by threatening phone calls from people who said they were affiliated with pro-Trump protester who died in a confrontation Saturday night. She said she contacted her local police department for protection. So yeah, I <laughs> I think her his sister kind of narked him out. Like the internet already put it to fucking together of who the fuck it was really. Like they did figure it out. But his sister just fucking confirmed it. But I guess we're gonna have to wait and see how this plays out because <laughs> there is really very, like I said, this is unraveling extremely slow. And I am very surprised by that. I, I really expected this to blow up like shit within the first fucking 24 hours of that fucking shit, to be honest. But. Next week, I'm sure there will be some updates on it, but for now, let's get into something else. And you know, I, um, I'm obligated, seriously, by my soul, to say something about this this week, because the world lost somebody really fucking special, and, uh, Chadwick, man, like, that was, that was some fucked up shit. I, I was taken back, like, I was going through uh, Instagram, and I forget whose post it was, it might have been Affion's, I can't remember, I can't remember, but it showed a picture of him from that uh, new army movie that he's doing, and the caption was like, I just want to like hug your family, it's like, I'm sorry, like it was just a really, really emotional caption, and I'm like, what the fuck, and that was how I first got an idea I'm like yo what the fuck's going on and I just google his name and boom and I was just fucking taken back bro taken fucking back that this dude was gone he had so much more to do and to give and it's just so shitty and I will not, never, ever forget, it was probably maybe like seven, eight months ago now, maybe a little less, um, when a picture came out of him, and of him, and he looked very skinny, and a lot of people started making like memes about him, and calling him a crackhead and saying oh look black panther is on crack now and all these fucked up shit and all this fucked up shit 
and I know specific pages that shared those fucking memes. And then when he died, they made some rest in peace shit. It's like, yo, fuck you guys, man. Because when I saw that picture of him, I shared it and I was like, yo, I don't know what's going on. Well, I'm like, pray for this man. That was the direction I took. And these motherfuckers made memes and shit making fun of them. Because you don't know what motherfuckers are dealing with. And I'm so glad that I, I can say that. That I didn't go that route of mocking this man. Because when I was, saw him, I was genuinely worried. I'm like, yo, something's up. And he just kept it silent. He he was a silent fighter. He didn't he didn't he didn't make that shit public. He just fought his battle. But then you like you look, go look back and watch some interviews with him, and there is something said. You're like, oh shit, oh shit, for real. Like it, it's it's deep to look, have hindsight now and look back at some of the things that he's, he's said in interviews it, it hits you differently it really does this man did something really really special he, he he's a legend Black Panther bro like that shit was fucking huge and rightfully so that was amazing that was so that was some of the best shit to come out of marvel just how watching all the fans and everybody come for that fucking movie and the love that it got and the love that it gave it was fucking epic it was epic Seeing all these kids finally be able to see a superhero that looks like them. And you watched videos of these kids saying that. And like, yo, like that, that was fucking awesome. That was some epic, epic, happy, amazing shit. That that's what those movies are about. And... It just sucks because he was going to be doing another one. Like I said, we, the world really lost somebody special that made a huge, huge impact. An impact that some can only dream about. Like you, you watch interviews with people, just, just average Joes like me and you talking about how that movie affected them and what it meant to them and it's just it's it's deep dude and and not even black Panther, like his entire fucking movie career was fan fucking tastic he did not do one bad movie in my opinion I was so taken back by that. I, I was so, so fucking taken back by that.
And if you haven't watched Black Panther yet, you better go fucking watch it now. Because that, that was a fucking sick, epic fucking movie. That shit was gold. But rest in peace to Chadwick because that was... That man's a legend. And that 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 hit me in my heart. And I know that hit many others in their heart. Alright, let's get into something else. So, this past week there was an interesting development in the Breonna Taylor case. And uh, the boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, is now suing the Louisville police. And he believes that the Stand Your Ground law gives him an opening to call out these officers and you know what I mean like defend himself because they they were just not in the right that's that's as plain as it can be he had a right to defend himself I'm gonna play this news uh, clip and we will come back and discuss it about the deadly police shooting of Breonna Taylor her boyfriend now suing the Louisville Police Department. He believes the Stand Your Ground law gives him immunity for opening fire as officers executed a warrant on the apartment. His lawyer also raising questions tonight about who actually shot and wounded an officer. Here's ABC's Janae Norman. Tonight in a new lawsuit, Kenny Walker, the boyfriend of Brianna Taylor, claiming immunity under Kentucky's Stand Your Ground law. Walker saying he never heard police announce themselves when he fired. Police then firing back killing Taylor, a 26-year-old EMT. I am a legal gun owner, and I would never know we shoot a police officer. Walker initially charged with trying to kill officers. Those charges dismissed without prejudice, meaning they could be refiled. The lawsuit seeking to prevent officials from arresting, detaining, charging, or prosecuting him again in the March 13th shooting. The charges brought against me were meant to silence me and cover up Brianna's murder. For her and those that I love, I can no longer remain silent. Protests as recent as last week continue to call for accountability six months after the shooting. Kentucky's attorney general confirming his office has received the FBI ballistics report, which he calls a critical piece of this investigation. And one of the three officers involved in Taylor's death has been fired, but none of them have been charged. And Kenneth Walker is also seeking damages for what he calls gross negligence by Louisville police. That is an interesting argument brought forward by Kenneth right there. That's going to be really interesting to see how that ends up playing out. Because that stand your ground law is very, very tricky. And this might work out for him. And I completely agree with what he said. That seems like those uh, original charges to him were just to almost intimidate him and have him shut up and not pursue anything. And I'm glad that he didn't cave to that. I'm, I'm glad that he's taking this in, that he's speaking up. Because how the fuck haven't these cops been arrested yet? Really, really, it's it's mind-blowing that they have not been arrested yet. That woman was an absolute victim. And was, wasn't she laying in bed? Like, what the fuck? It, it's crazy that people are still trying 
to get justice for this woman. But this is an interesting development in it. And this is a step forward towards actually going at these fucking cops. Sadly, I, uh... I don't think this would give us... This particular lawsuit would give us the outcome that many of us want. But it would be some justice in the case. And it would be justice for Kenneth. And somewhat justice for Brianna. But I don't think we would end up seeing like any cops in jail because of this. What he's going after. Just by the way the courts fucking work sadly. It's, it's fucked up. And but like I said the, the situation surrounding the case. It's extremely possible that he will get be justified with the stand your ground because like the person the fucking cops were looking for did not fucking live there the name on the warrant he was already in fucking police custody apparently the fucking cops busted in the fucking door at 3 a.m in plain fucking clothes and didn't announce themselves so shit man like if if I was at home at 3 a.m. and some dudes busted in my fucking door and didn't announce that they're fucking police and they're in fucking plain clothes and I got a fucking gun, I'm gonna fucking use that fucking shit. I'm gonna fucking shoot these motherfuckers because most likely my life will end if I don't. This is a really, really, really sad situation. Because no matter what happens, Brianna's not coming back. And she doesn't get to live her life. And that is so fucked up because of these stupid motherfucking cops that decided to execute this fucking warrant and did not do their jobs properly. Every one of them should be fucking arrested. Every one of them involved in that fucking situation. But I'm sure next week there will be more updates in this case. And I will definitely let you guys know. But for now, let's get into something else. And the Republican National Convention wrapped up this fucking week. That was, uh interesting that was fucking ridiculous some of those fucking speeches were just so fucking cringy bro i i i cocaine was involved so much with some of them there there had to be i i couldn't fucking believe some of the things that were being said it was fucking mind-blowing the only thing that they had good there was a firework show in my opinion their firework show was fucking ridiculous ridiculously like crazy like you could tell like trump put in a lot of money for those fucking fireworks that was a lot of fucking fireworks but my god their speeches the fucking shit with fucking nicholas sandman or whatever his fucking name is all that fucking ridiculous shit it was just absolutely pathetic they're glorifying people that fucking pulled guns on protesters and then they're fucking wondering why trump supporters are out there fucking shooting fucking people 
that convention was a fuck show. That was an absolute fuck show. But there were some really funny fucking memes and edits just coming out of that. Even just watching some of the speeches alone is just fucking hilarious. It really, really is. And to see how it pumped some of these fucking people up, it's just like, oh my god, what what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? To actually think that what they're saying holds weight. And that these motherfuckers know what they're talking about. It was absolutely insane. Some of them just screaming, yelling into the mic. Like that one fucking chick. I can't remember her exact name, but my god, I swear she... That that woman did a fat fucking line before she went out on that fucking stage. And Ivanka's Trump... I mean, Ivanka's Trump. <laughs> Ivanka's speech was absolutely hilarious to see because you're you're listening to her speech and you're like you have some really funny choice in words and then people of the internet being who they are really saw the same thing and was just like oh this is good like we can make some edits with this and there were some really really good ones made just like using her words and applying them to Trump's present America and they're like yeah you're yeah you know, I mean, people saying, like, oh, you're not going to be safe in Biden's America, and, like, yeah, what the fuck? What do you think, fucking, this is Trump's America right now? Like, what the fuck do you think? This is just this fucking insane. This is crazy. And the fact that you're ignoring it is scary as fuck. And when it came to Melania's speech, <laughs> the edit that was made online with her fucking speech was pure pure genius i can't remember who made it but it blew up fucking everywhere and they just chopped up her words and made it sound like she was directing it at trump and you know what i'm gonna fucking play that i'm gonna play because that was funny as fuck it seems like just yesterday that we were at our first convention where my husband accepted the republican nomination and then became our 43th President of the United States. It is a harsh reality that we must never forget so that we can ensure that it never happens again. Many people are anxious and some feel helpless. I want you to know you are not alone. Just like me, I know many of you watch how mean and manipulative my husband can be. My deepest sympathy goes out to everyone. And now I have a special message for my husband. Please seek help. You're worth it. <laughs> that shit was pure gold. Pure gold. And then I'm pretty sure when like Trump's daughter kind of walked by her, I think it was Trump's daughter. Um yo, the face this woman made was I'm so happy it was caught on camera because you saw, like, yo, that woman is capable of murder. <laughs> like, straight up, the look in that woman's eyes was straight up death. Like, evil, evil anger. And it was just like, oh my god, like, yo, look how angry that woman actually is putting on this fake smile and then just like that evil. She is not happy. She is not happy whatsoever. 
But if you do want to get some good laughs in and uh, get some pure entertainment, I highly suggest looking up these edits and memes for the Republican National Convention. And shit, I would even suggest looking up some of the speeches as they are and just watching them and just getting a fucking kick out of some of these crazy sons of bitches and watching what some of these fucks applaud. And it's just like, oh my god, this is where we're at. This is where we are at in 20 fucking 20. Only God knows what the next fucking week will bring us because 2020 has been insane. And you know, I've said that a lot. People are saying that a lot. We were saying 2018 was crazy. It was. And then it got crazy in 2019. And we're like, what the fuck, man? But 2020 is going to be our year. And then what the fuck is going on? This year is definitely going to be something that's going to be talked about a lot in the future. That's, that's without a doubt. This is going to be something that is very well in history books and something that people will learn about in the crazy times of right now i just hope it ends soon (laughs) i just want shit to get back to normal bro like this craziness needs to stop the government needs to fucking step up and do something about these police shit just needs to get better Because we're going to fall the fuck apart if shit keeps going this way. It it won't take much. It really won't take much more. I'm scared to think if Trump gets reelected. I wonder if the world will be able to tolerate another four years of Trump without breaking. Straight up. But alright guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of Politics and Profanity. Make sure to tune in next week for a brand new episode. Because the the craziness really doesn't fucking stop. It hasn't. It won't. 2020 is going to keep on bending us over and fucking us up the tailpipe. But we can do it. We can take it with a smile. And we can move on. Have a good weekend, guys. Don't party too hard. Keep your eyes peeled for the bullshit. Peace. Get addicted to my diction. Fuck rhymes, I write prescriptions. For your disease, generic raps, just not potent like peas. 1,100 cc's on the throttle. I peel off, chest naked on katanas. Spaghetti head, mob niggas is full bread. Fully blown melanin tone. I rock skeleton bone shirts and verses, but thirst for worse beats. So I could put more product out on the street. Get respect and love all across the board. We've been adored for keeping it raw. Nothing less or more. I score every time for sure. While the rest of y'all niggas just now real shit shit to make them feel shit yeah, pop them in the club shit have you out the now when you bump this drugs in your ears on the raw and cut have a nigga OD cause it's never